You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It is so great to have you here on Listen Up on our Open Forum Wednesday, your opportunity to talk about sports or anything else that is on your mind. All you got to do is hit your hand icon, and we will put you uh, right on. Uh, Not a lot going on in the world of sports today. I mean, there are some things, a couple of things that uh, I think were very topical. Uh, Tiger Woods has said he is going to be back playing an event uh, with his son. So it will be the first time that we uh, see Uh, Tiger Woods, it's the uh, PNC uh, next week uh, with his son, Charlie, and we'll get a much better idea on how his uh, rehab is going. Again, that is uh, next week where he gets a chance to play uh, with his son, uh, Charlie. Thought it was also interesting that uh, Luka Doncic uh, admitted that he needs to get into better shape. And I, I talk about this because I've heard about this in the past with Luka. And his off-season training, and he he admitted, he said, hey, I've got to get better in that area. And I guess there were reports that he came into training camp 30 pounds overweight, I guess. Uh, Reggie Miller on TNT was criticizing Luca because he said, quote, he was plotting up and down the court. And Reggie said he's got to uh, trim down. So, you know, again, Doncic said, quote, I had a long summer. I had the Olympics, took three weeks off, and I relaxed a little bit, maybe too much. I've just get, I've got to get back uh, on track. So, yeah, I wouldn't lose sleep over it, but I thought it was very interesting that even Luca himself uh, talked about that, that he's got to get in better shape. According to ESPN, they said that he came into training camp for the consecutive second consecutive season at 260 pounds. His playing weight is listed at 230. Think about that for a minute. I mean, that's that's doing a little bit more than taking time off. Are you coming in 30 pounds overweight? Come on now. Especially at his age. A little bit uh, of a concern there with Luka Doncic. All right, busy night in the NBA. Philadelphia is at Charlotte. Cleveland hosts Chicago. Pistons and Wizards in Motown. New York's at Indiana. Milwaukee at Miami. No Jimmy Butler, who is out after aggravating his back injury. No Bam Adebayo. Uh, They got all kinds of problems. And, of course, uh, Miami's really been struggling now at 14 and 11. Oklahoma City is at Toronto. Brooklyn is in Houston. 
Dallas travels to Memphis, Utah at Minnesota. Elsewhere in the NBA, Denver at New Orleans, Portland at Golden State. Uh, and the Kings will be looking for their third win in a row against uh, one of the worst teams in basketball in the Orlando Magic. I did a rant on this today. Speaking about the Kings, this is an opportunity to, you know, make up some ground with this schedule. You won back-to-back games against the Clippers. You play a team tonight that is awful in Orlando. They've lost 9 of 10. Think about that. They have lost 9 of 10 games. They're awful. They're 5 and 20. The only team that's worse than Orlando is Detroit at 4 and 19. And then the Kings will go on a three-game road trip to Charlotte, Cleveland, and Toronto. And Charlotte now is dealing with all kinds of COVID issues where I believe it's now five players that are unable to play that are on the COVID list. Now, with that said, the Hornets played on Monday night and took Philadelphia to overtime before losing by three. But they're real shorthanded. Of course, Ball and Rozier are among the guys that are in COVID protocols. And I know it's Wednesday and that's Friday and things could change, although unlikely. This is a really good opportunity uh, for the Kings to win four games in a row because there's just no way in the world you should be losing to Orlando. So you got LaMelo Ball out, Terry Rozier out, Ish Smith is out, Mason Plumlee's out with COVID. I mean, let's face it. You could not have the table set up any better uh, this week than if you are uh, Sacramento. So, again, hit that hand icon. Raise your hand. It's an open forum Wednesday. Uh, We can talk about anything that is going on. You know, I was talking about uh, Tiger Woods, and I mentioned this, I think, last week, maybe even the week before. I can't remember. But I talked about Woods holding his uh, press conference. And I thought it was very interesting because uh, the reporters were very lenient in terms of asking him about his car accident. The one question he received, Tiger said, well, you need to read the report. It's very thorough, blah, blah, blah. And I always love reading Phil Mushnick of the New York Post because he wrote it to you last week. All right. Or maybe, well, what is today? uh, Wednesday. It was probably over the weekend. It was very funny. What do Tiger Woods and the late Bernie Madoff have in common? Neither of them permitted anyone to ask any good questions. Last week, Woods reemerged to face the media. He had conditioned to ask only fawning questions in exchange for same old stuff quotes. Reporters had long ago been trained to kiss his fanny at the risk of losing access. Yet this time, someone did have the nerve to ask Woods to explain what the heck happened in his latest highly suspicious car driving saga from February. Woods went suddenly sour, quote, all those answers have been answered in the investigation. So you can read about all of that there in the police report. Phil said, no, you can't. The investigation and ensuing report raised far more questions than it answered. For starters, 
was a legit investigation conducted by California law enforcement as would apply to you and I? Or was it given the quick brush on behalf of the only, or excuse me, of the one and only Tiger Woods? After all, Woods had previously pleaded guilty to reckless driving when he was found in a drug stupor behind the wheel of his Mercedes in Florida. Hard for Los Angeles cops to miss it. It was all in the papers. Yet the California authorities failed to administer a blood test that commoners who have inexplicably driven off the road at a high speed over 80 miles an hour in a 45-mile-per-hour zone would have undertaken. Why was Woods issued a free pass, especially giving his driving while impaired record? But Woods long ago was conditioned to believe, and with ample reasons, that he is excessively entitled to play by his own rules, even being excused for an illegal drop at the Masters with a mild next-day two-stroke penalty that would have left others disqualified for signing an incorrect scorecard. Blowing whistles on Tiger would be bad for golf and attendant TV ratings. Thus, he's encouraged to play by his own rules. The media years ago granted him immunity and impunity. Consider a since arrested, convicted for illegal drug dispensing and defrocked miracle cure doctor from Canada was frequently flown to Woods home in Florida to treat his aches and pains. What was that all about? No one, not the PGA, not the golf media. And this is great. I mean, he said, <laughs> it just skipped on me here. He said, um, hang on a minute. Let me back up here a little bit. He said, not the golf media and certainly not the Tiger-reliant TV networks would dare pursue that one. Woods has been schooled to expect such entitlements and privileges. So Woods was started last week, or excuse me, so Woods was startled last week when someone had the gall to ask him to explain a solo crash that nearly killed him, though much of the media still reports the episode as an accident, as if caused by two parties. Perhaps Woods can help but operate off the Madoff formula, the kind that cost the Mets' Wilpon family ownership a reported $500 million as they sought unrealistic, fantastic returns on their investments with Madoff, the dictum that begins and ends. You're not allowed to ask any questions, at least not those kinds. You got, I love Phil Mushnick. He's not afraid to call it like it is. And I made this comment before I saw the story, well, before the story was written, because it's true. Why does Tiger Woods get a pass on everything? Yeah, he's great for the game, but, I mean, it's ridiculous. Seriously. It really is ridiculous. That is the society that we live in today, right? That's the society that we live in today. So if you want to talk about that or anything else, you hit your hand icon, uh, raise your hand, and we'll get you right on. Uh, I will not have a show on Friday because of a commitment, and I will be unable to provide the show on Friday. tomorrow. We'll be coming at the usual time, 6 o'clock Eastern and uh, 3 o'clock Pacific, all right? So we'll not be able to do the show uh, on Friday. I just wanted to put that out there for those of you that uh, are planning for a little NFL talk 
on Friday, it will not happen. So if you want to do NFL talk, we've got today and we've got tomorrow where you can certainly uh, chime in with whatever else is going on. NFL this week begins uh, tomorrow. And as I said, it's just unbelievable to me how fast the NFL season is flying by. And Thursday, you've got Pittsburgh uh, at Minnesota. So that's your Thursday night game. Then you got Baltimore, Cleveland. Jacksonville is at Tennessee. Raiders are in Kansas City. Saints travel to the Jets. NFC East, Washington playing very well at home against Dallas. Atlanta at Carolina. Seattle is on the road in Houston. Detroit is at Denver. The Giants and the Rams, or excuse me, and the Chargers uh, in L.A. A couple of Charger wide receivers are on the COVID protocol list, including Keenan Allen. The 49ers are in Cincinnati coming off that bad loss up at Seattle. Buffalo is taking on Tampa. And boy, what a tough stretch for Buffalo after losing on Monday night. Now all of a sudden they go to Tampa. That is not going to be an easy task. You know, you could be looking at the Buffalo Bills not even being in the playoffs. You know that? That could very easily happen. That could easily happen to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, You have Chicago is uh, at Green Bay. And your Monday night game, very interesting. I want to see which Rams team is going to show up. Because you never know. They are in Arizona taking on the Cardinals. NFC West matchup. Monday night football. That is going to be a very interesting game. Kyler Murray is back. The Cardinals are currently the top seed in the West. 10 up and 2 down. And they got a tough schedule because, you know, they again, this game is a game that I think that they will win at home, a team that they beat already once in L.A. But after this game, you have at Detroit, obviously an easy game, Indianapolis at home, at Dallas, home Seattle. So that's the schedule. Indianapolis, tough game. At Dallas, a hard game. Rams, not an easy game by any stretch. But I think that the Cardinals should, they should be able to win that game. So, again, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand. And if you want to talk about uh, anything that is going on, uh, we will certainly uh, do that right here uh, on uh, Listen App. Coming up on my podcast uh, Friday, I expect to have Scott Pollard on. And Scott has had some uh, a very difficult year with uh, a heart ailment. And I look forward to talking to him about that and where he is right now and uh, what his uh, prognosis is. That is hopefully going to be uh, for you uh, on uh, Friday. Not, not a lot going on uh, with Trade Talk NBA. I did mention on my rant today, you know, you keep on hearing about Uh, De'Aaron Fox. I don't know what De'Aaron Fox's market value is uh, with his play declining this year, uh, particularly uh, his shooting. Now, he has played better as of late, but it's going to be very interesting to see if the Kings, number one, want to move Fox and are able to move Fox. And you know what I say? Five Five years. This is his fifth year. And 
you know, the kings are stuck in neutral or reverse. So I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Can it be any worse? Like, can you do any worse than you have been? So I believe that if the Kings can trade De'Aaron Fox and you feel like it's equal or better value, go for it. Absolutely go for it. Absolutely go for it. You know, we talk about announcers and what they can and cannot say on the air in terms of being critical about their team. Carl Banks, former All-Pro linebacker for the New York Giants, two Super Bowls, is the radio analyst for the New York Giants. And the Giants lost on Sunday to Miami, 20-9. And he went on a New York Giants podcast, all right? And he said this, my wish, and I'm not telling the fans, I'm telling the player, coaches, Figure it the F out. Simple. When there are plays to be made, make the effing play. Be intentional about your assignment. Value every possession like you won't get another one because you don't when you don't execute. Just know the assignment. I love that. I absolutely love that. Not afraid to call it the way it is, even though he's the analyst with Bob Papa on the New York Giants radio network. Quote, it's now at the point, he's talking about Saquon Barkley dropping two balls the other day. It's now at the point where it's going to be labeled inconsistent from you. He's got to be able to make those plays. He had more uh, quotes. Operationally, he's got to fix it. Talking about coaching. Talking about Joe Judge. These delay of game calls, the planning of how to operate in certain situations, it just seems that they miss it every week. Banks then went on and said the Giants' entire operation is broken. How about that? Hmm. Quote, they like the idea of knowing what a big game is, what an assignment is, but the work that's required, it's not there. And I think every piece of the operation Has to be better. Every piece. Man, I love that. I absolutely love that. I really do. That's great stuff. That is really good stuff. There's a guy that loves the Giants. Played his whole career there. Two Super Bowls. And is on Giants radio every single week. And he's not afraid to call out the team. And say it like it is. And yet, there are those that will be critical of Carl for making those type of comments. You know, Charles Barkley has always talked about this. You know, the reason why he doesn't have a friendship with Michael Jordan anymore is because he was critical of Michael as an owner. And Michael couldn't handle it. There are just some athletes, some people that are very thin-skinned and feel that because of a friendship or... Whatever, you can't be critical. It's not personal. You know, Charles Barkley wasn't being critical of Michael Jordan. He was just giving his opinion. Carl Banks is doing the exact same thing. He's giving his opinion. And I don't know of anyone 
that disagrees with Carl Banks. You know, his opinion happens to be the truth. By the way, I should just correct myself because I know somebody will. I did forget that Carl Banks ended his career in Cleveland with the Browns. I think he played a year or a year, year and a half there. But I know that I'll hear from that. So I was like, man, you know, I was just thinking Carl did play in Cleveland uh, for the last year, year and a half of his career. But uh, he, he was great. You know, he, he was a tremendous linebacker. Of course, it helps when you have Lawrence Taylor on the other side and you have Gary Reasons and Harry Carson in the middle. That doesn't hurt. But Carl Banks, uh, number 58, was great. But, um, you know, he, he was not mentioning any words. Figure it the F out. That says it all. Uh, and the Giants, once again, in the middle of a miserable, miserable season. And their general manager is borders on incompetent, in my opinion, and that's Dave Gettleman. I, I don't understand. I really don't how Dave Gettleman has a job. I really don't. Speaking of not having a job, you know that Major League Baseball is in a lockout, right? You know that Major League Baseball will not even let MLB.com and team the uh, you know the the websites to put players' bios and photos on there. Seriously, it's unbelievable. MLB uh, Network, everything. What are we in like nursery school here? Like MLB.com has to remove all of the players from the teams? Like, like why? Like, what is that going to accomplish? Because you're having a lockout? Because you're locked to players? Like, I don't, I don't understand that. I, I truly do not uh, understand that. I mean, if you, like, were to go to MLB dot com right and you click on uh your favorite team whatever your favorite team is right and you're like wait a minute where are all the players at i I, there are certain things that i just do not understand really i i just do not understand if you go to the i'm on their website right now on mlb.com they got andy pettit and billy wagner featured on uh, the page. How about that for you? And all it is is history. Nothing current. Nothing current at all. Isn't that unbelievable? I mean, you want to talk about stupidity? You want to talk about collective bargaining with Tony Clark and the Players Association and Rob Manford and the owners? I mean, is that just absolutely unbelievable? Seriously. Like, what are you accomplishing by that? Like, if you go right now and look at the players on team websites, no one has their photo on there. All photos have been removed next to the player's name. What the hell is that accomplishing? It's embarrassing. Absolutely awful. So, I I, I don't even know. Like, I won't miss baseball. I said this two weeks ago. Go ahead. Stay locked out. Save me the aggravation of having to try and sit through a three-hour game of strikeout after strikeout after strikeout, an occasional hit, no one moving the runner over, okay? Uh, an occasional home run after, you know, 10 straight strikeouts, you know, 15 pitchers in a game that's going to last three hours. And actually, you know what? If a game lasts three hours now, it's actually a good game. I was at a game 
in Miami last year with the Padres and the Marlins. I think there were a combined 11 hits in the game, a low-scoring game, all right, that nearly went four hours. I mean, you want to talk about, I would rather watch paint peel off the wall than sit there and watch that for nearly four hours. You know what I'm looking, you know what I watch for four hours? Strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. Players bitching and complaining to the umpires, particularly the Padres, who never shut up when it comes to the umpires. All right? And literally, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, almost four hours. And I'm asking myself, what the hell am I doing sitting here watching this? Seriously. I'm asking myself, why am I sitting here watching the Marlins and the Padres for nearly four hours? I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore. So go ahead. Stay locked out. Go right ahead. Stay locked out. Wake me up when the playoffs start if you get back onto the field. I'm not missing baseball. And you want to have billionaires and millionaires bitching and not able to work on an agreement with everything that's going on in the world and the country? Go ahead. Yeah. Go right ahead. All right. Hey, if you want to come on, raise your hand, and uh, we'll put you right on like Ken. Ken, go right ahead. What can I do for you, Ken? What's going on, Nabes? I just want to call in and talk a little Kings. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I, I called in and told you I took a little boycott after the blowout of the Laker game, and uh, it seems like uh, playing the Clippers back-to-back, they might be on, could get on a little roll here, um, especially going into Orlando, like you were saying. It's a good opportunity. Um, and uh, I was watching last night the, the Nets and Mavericks game, and, boy, even though they were down like 17, 18 points, it sure, it sure would be nice to have a Kevin Durant, uh, James Harden combo. <laughs> yep. Man, they, that was uh, I was like, man, that's that's quite the luxury you got there. So uh, I was rooting for the Nets, hoping those Mavs uh, dropped uh, last night, and they did. So that was good. Um, as far as uh, De'Aaron Fox, you know, the trade thing is kind of teetering off the, the the James Harden, Kevin Durant, and we talked about it. We just don't have a star. We don't have that guy. Nope. Um, I, I don't know what you're going to get for De'Aaron Fox. Uh, do you? I, I I seen something. You know, I, I I seen something with the the Pacers talking about rebuilding. I've heard I've heard Portland talking Dame rec- trade requests. I just, what are you going to do with Fox? I, I don't know. Fox. And well, I'll tell you this: you 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 make a great point, and I I've been saying this for years and years. You know, the Kings don't have an All Star, and you know when you look at the teams that are in the playoffs, let's just do it real quickly, right? Golden State All Stars, Phoenix All Stars, Utah All Stars, John Morant's going to be an All Star. Clippers have an all-star. Lakers have all-star. Dallas has all-stars. Denver has all-stars. Those are your top eight teams, right? And and right. there's a reason why they're in the top eight, because they have all-stars. The teams that aren't in the top eight, or excuse me, like like Minnesota, you know, you could say Carl Anthony Towns is an all-star, but they're nine. Portland is banged up and all injured. They got Lillard. The Kings have no all-star. The Spurs you know, who's their all-star right now? Houston doesn't have an all-star. Oklahoma City, New Orleans, none of those teams have all-stars. I mean, you, you it's really difficult to be successful in the NBA. And by successful, I mean, even get into the top eight and be a playoff team without an all-star. It's not going to happen. You there, Ken? Hey, I had something else, Napes, but I, I can't hear you, so uh, take care. Go ahead. Oh, Go oh, ahead. You're back. You're back. Um, yeah, it's. When you're looking at the Kings, I can it, the, the the crappy part about it is 
I could see someone like a Heald or a Fox going to uh, another team. Maybe they have more pieces and doing really well. And it's kind of like, well, man, we ruined another one. You know, no, you know what, though? You can't worry about how players do when they go to other teams, Ken. It doesn't matter. I mean, the reality is that the Kings don't fit. Their pieces don't fit together. And if you have a player that leaves and goes to be very good on another team like Bogdan Bogdanovich, you know, it's just the way it is. I, I've, I think the Kings made a drastic mistake by not giving Bogdan the offer when, you know, Atlanta made that uh, that offer sheet for him. I think it was a big mistake. But the point is, once you make a decision to trade a player and Bogdan wasn't traded, they let him go for nothing, which, again, I just as mystifies me. But once you make a decision to trade a player, you can't really worry or not whether that player is going to be really good for that team you trade him to because – Every situation is different. That's just the reality. That's the way it goes, Ken. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you think the uh, the Dame rumors are just uh, rumors, or do you think there's something going on there? Portland seems kind of like a shambles from the media, you know, stories coming out. Yeah, they're having a lot of issues, front office issues. Now, C.J. McCollum's got a collapsed lung. You know, Lillard, I mean, it's uh, they are in a free fall right now in terms of you know, how bad they've looked. They've lost three in a row, six of 10. They're three games under 500, and they're currently in 10th, and they've got all kinds of issues. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me, but if we keep on hearing Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, well, you would probably have a three-team deal to work out on that. And that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Kings are involved in a deal like that. I really wouldn't. I mean, listen, if I'm the Sacramento and I've sucked for an entire generation, think about that, an entire generation, (laughs) <laughs> and I have a chance to get Ben Simmons. I'm serious. And I'm not, and listen, I'm not crazy about Ben Simmons. I'm not on his bandwagon. I'm not all of a sudden a Ben Simmons fan. But what do you have to lose? Seriously, what do you have to lose? You might as well right. try it. The guy's been an all-star for three years. All right. The last time I looked, the Kings don't have an all-star. Yep. You are Thanks, right. buddy. I'm going to put you. Thank, cool thank you, all man. Right. Really appreciate it as always. You take care. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. It's pretty simple to me. It really is. What you have is not working. And here's the other deal. You know, I read about, well, gee, you know, you get in the play-in tournament if you're 9 or 10. That's not being successful, okay? Like, don't don't win 34 games and get into the play-in tournament as the 10th seed and think you had a good season just because you played in the play-in tournament. That's not a successful season. You know, there were a lot of fans, and, th- and that's the problem. Things have been so bad for so long that Kings fans are, like, just clamoring, and they're like, Wow, we could be the 10th team in the West. Out of 15 teams, you're going to get excited because you're 10th out of 15 teams? Really? I don't think so. I don't think so. So there's a lot of games left, and there's a lot of teams that are banged up. You know, COVID is factoring into this as well. Again, Charlotte has, what, five players on COVID protocol. So you look at when do you play a team are they resting like when the kings played in la they didn't the clippers rested paul george at home now i would say this if you're going to rest a player at least rest them at home don't do it on the road so i i did agree with that i mean i don't you know how i feel about resting players it's ridiculous but if you're going to do it do it at home do it at home, especially if it's an uh, all-star caliber player. So, again, uh, tonight the Kings are playing at home against uh, Orlando, who's just pitiful. So they should win their third game in a row 
Uh, and then they start a three-game road trip where they go to Charlotte, who's got all kinds of issues with COVID. Then you go to Cleveland. Boy, I'll tell you, Cleveland all of a sudden is a, a pretty decent team. They're not bad. They really aren't. The Cavaliers are above 500 at 13 and 12. And then after that, the Kings play another subpar team in Toronto. So a lot of winnable games ahead. You know, and again, these teams are all looking at Sacramento and saying the same thing. They're like, oh, boy, we're playing the Kings. we got a chance to win. So, you know, it goes both ways. It goes both ways. But Cleveland, much better, much, much better uh, than they have been uh, in the past. All right, so tomorrow, 3 o'clock, no show on a Friday. And uh, we're going to wrap it up on this Wednesday. Hope you have a fabulous day. Thank you so much for checking me out here. Grant Napier on Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.